0: Good morning, day or night, wherever you are on the world. Welcome to the Surviving Drive Podcast. Today, we are discussing the Hungarian Grand Prix, the 11th scheduled round of the 2023 Formula One World Championship.
1: This is your favorite source of American-based F1 conversation, presented by me, Alex, and my co-host, Tyler. Let's race into it.
0: Neil, Okay, this race was so disappointing, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was really tough. It was really tough. After... I think everybody in the entire F1 world had very high expectations going into this after qualifying yesterday. Mm -hmm. We had a Lewis-Max front row. We had Lewis on pole. It's a track that's hard to pass on. So I think we all thought, oh, like if Lewis can stay ahead, like it's going to be tough for Max to pass him. Yeah, I think ultimately me and you both thought Max would still win. But, I mean, this race was so boring.
0: We had a couple of quick McLarens on the second row. Yeah. We had the rivalry. In yeah. the front row, hoping that something was going to go on. We saw botas bowling last year. Yep. We saw some bowling, but it wasn't quite as far no. up front as it was last year. Guan Yuzhou, terrible tough start. start. Man,
1: so yeah, hard. that was tough. We'll get in our predictions later, but that was so tough so for us. To um, but yeah, you, I, I think we start with. I think we start with. Let's give it a rating
0: first. Yeah. Um, I'll go. For, I'll give it a rating yeah, first ahead. this time. Go let's go with. Are we doing weekend or are we doing do? Race?
1: do uh, full weekend and then explain why.
0: I'm going to go, we'll go like quali nine and a half, race like four and a half, average out to like maybe a six and a half.
1: Yeah. Seven would technically be the average there for the math, but.
0: Well, but the race pulls a little more, especially uh, okay, how yes. long okay. that thing felt. So, so, so you're saying six and a half. Yeah. I, I'll roll with okay. a six and a half. I might okay. even bump it down to six. It was, a, okay. it was just rough. I think quali was great. Uh, obviously, we had the new format as well. So a lot of action, a lot of. Yeah. A lot of people vying for pole too. It was kind of up in the air. Top 10
1: separated by half
0: a second only. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a tight tight qualifying. I mean, we had... The new quality
1: format we need to get into, too, as well, but...
0: Yeah. So, I guess let's jump into it. Quality format, we had Q1, everybody runs hards. Yeah. Q2, everybody runs mediums. And Q3, everybody runs softs. I think... So, tire allocation was the same for everybody. I think that is... A really good direction for for where they're going and then it forces you to have a car that sets up well to every tire yes and, and can perform on those can warm them up effectively and, and can create a good lap time yeah i mean I think, this
1: is they need to keep doing this yeah i think, well, they, I think they need to do this every weekend because you get a little bit of drama then if you don't get it you could be a top team if you don't get your car in the right window for the hards
0: mm-hmm. you might not
1: have got a q1 which we saw
0: happen this weekend. with george yeah one early, George out early. Uh, we saw Ricardo, his debut weekend, jump into Q2. Pretty good performance. I think the only other standout performance, well, not the only other. We should go yeah. Alfa Romeo's 5 and 7, I believe, Yeah. in qualifying. Unbelievable yeah, performance. Yeah, that was insane. Joe going to, to P5. We'll get into how that unraveled very quickly. And then, obviously, Hamilton beating out Max pole, something we have not seen in a, a long time
1: since in 2021, but that was a great lap from him. Yeah, qualifying was awesome. The new that format was awesome. Mm-hmm. You had Russell out in in Q one, which provided some excitement. You had you know the Alfa Romeos, like you said, looking quick, and I think there was just a lot of drama. And if this is the first qualifying where and it did happen, this is the first one where like there was like. Anybody like not anybody, but like just like, oh, like there could be somebody else that gets pole this week.
0: There was like four teams yeah. that were that were and that like
1: were I point. don't think people were right out. It was like within the whole field was half a second. The top three was less than a tenth separated all three mm-hmm. of them. Uh you had three thousandths between Max and Lewis and then like I think it was like eight hundredths to Lando. But yeah. Any one of those three could have gotten poll and it yeah, I don't know. It was a very good qualifying. I don't do if you want to go into our predictions for Let's let's
0: or? touch real quick on the on. Yeah, sure. As
1: it's because we're talking about it already. So, for qualifying, um, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch a ton of free practice, but uh, I saw obviously we had Max on pole. I had Max as, as first. That was wow. an easy one, but that was wrong. Balls then up. I had Leclerc and signs because I just saw some stuff on Twitter that said they were looking quick at practices. <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe they'll be back. Like this feels like this track might suit them. So got none of those right. I had Lando top five, which I did get right. And then a prediction that I said I would definitely start making going forward was Checo to not make Q3. And he made Q3 for the first time in what feels like his entire career.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I went with the opposite of that. I said a bonus of Checo making Q3. I had some faith Mm -hmm. in him. Put it up and it's Q-10. sad that that has
1: to be a bonus prediction.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he did so well to get into Q3 and yeah. then just had nothing, nothing going in on in Q3. Yeah. Uh, I went with Max Leclerc Norris, so I had Norris in the right position. Leclerc, uh, I mean Ferrari's kind of struggled all weekend.
1: Yeah, they kind of stink.
0: Yeah, they might stink. They're they are the new like where Alpine had been just shuffling in. So anonymously at the like seven through ten range, yeah. that kind of feels like Ferrari's yeah. been doing That's the past races. Now. It's tough. So anyway, uh, I went with top six separated by less than a second. Correct. Top ten ended up yeah. being less than a second. Unbelievable. Uh, and then at least one Mark misses Q three. You're right on with, that as well. With George going out early, that one hit. So you know, all over the place. I think. I mean, and I think everybody's in agreement here from everything I've seen. Uh, that qualifying format is flawless. Yeah,
1: it's it's perfect. It needs to be moved to. It, it made it qualifying exciting the whole time. Like it all did. three sessions were exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were. So let's go ahead and jump into the race. We obviously had a little bit of a mixed up grid. We had Hamilton out front. We're looking forward to the turn down into Turn 1 and Max for the first time in recent memory, got yeah. a decent start off the line. Yeah, I saw
1: someone tweet that said, Max hasn't had a good start since 1997. And he's lined up against Hamilton and goes off the line like a rocket, rocket ship. Rocket yeah. um, So, yeah, tough, tough for Lewis. He just kind of got boxed in then, and Max yeah. got it. And then Piastri snuck his way through. He and did. then Norris went around the outside of Lewis, and so he fell all the way to fourth at the start.
0: Well, they were talking about how the the even number grid slots Are had better, a little bit of, of a better run. Yeah. so. We saw two and four getting through. And then, yeah, Piastri jumping ahead into second place for for a moment there. Yeah, really good from the McLarens. They both got off the line really well. Uh, Hamilton fell back after trying to fight back and and hanging in around the outside, but ended up having to kind of check up around turn one. Uh, We saw some close contact, like very close between uh, Hamilton and and Verstappen around turn two, I believe it was. And then yeah, the, all the drama in the back. We saw Joe go into was Ricardo, it Ricardo who, who went, went into, into
1: Ocon, who went
0: into Gasly, who went over Gasly. Who went over
1: Gasly? Uh, I will say though, yeah, this, that was definitely you know Joe got the penalty for it. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't totally be avoided, but at the same time, Ocon did not leave a ton. It's like Gasly got the room on the outside, and Ocon just put, like I think he was going to drive fair to him anyways. Yeah,
0: um, it was tight. I mean, so
1: it was tight though. But first turn both alpines crash each other out yeah and this seeing come in and pit i mean that was all time funny it's poetic it's all time everything that they've gone on with them all the drama all the drama too with i've seen a lot of stuff all the drama with piastri last year and yeah. um him being uh you know Otmar being like oh it's like we're the we're the you know best of the rest right now like, why would he want to go join mclaren and then to be in the positions they're in now is absolutely hilarious like they just both crashed each other out like
0: second race in a row they, they weren't didn't really having any
1: pace anyways like they weren't gonna probably finish the points regardless so like but yeah second race in a row i think it's yet yeah, double dnf, double right? DNF second so DNF. that's just absolutely tough but it was kind of funny to see but yes yeah, so we had some drama there at the start and then everything kind of settled in uh mm-hmm. until the first pit stop phase we didn't have anything after that there wasn't uh, i guess the other thing you know is carlos Sainz had a Unreal start on those two. He goes from eleventh to sixth,
0: sixth in like man. one
1: corner.
0: It was I mean, he was coming through yeah. into cute like second sector in, yeah. in sixth place. Unbelievable start from him. One other thing to note, Daniel Ricardo on his debut, uh starting how qualifies Yuki? Starting thirteenth, uh ends Gets up getting up stuck in, the thing in the accident there. And then falls to eighteenth, but absolute last of the yeah. still runners at that point uh you know he did okay with it though I mean he was able to work his way all the way back up to 13th I believe he came through the finish line in uh qualified and outraced his teammate yeah Uh, will be very interesting to see where where that heads I think with Perez you know getting to the podium and and having I I don't know if you even call it decent qualifying but getting to Q3 finally (laughs) uh with that happening i think that overshadows the fact that yeah that ricardo was able to do something it's just tough that ricardo's in a a box on wheels that car is yeah that is car's terrible. so bad
1: one of the worst cars i've ever seen it's so bad
0: it's it's very difficult to it's judge just hard to drive anything.
1: it's hard to drive yeah. it's not even that it's that slow it's just it's like so hard to drive it seems like
0: so we'll see what happens with them but obviously everybody's keeping a close eye yeah. on that um, if we fast forward a little bit, I think you know two stops was was the expected. There was three yeah, everybody stops. Did it. Everybody did two soft, though. Yeah. Yep. Everybody squeezed in. I think there was a couple of three stoppers. No.
1: Yeah. Uh, there might have been at the back that once we started on soft, couple of started on soft, but it didn't impact the.
0: Yeah. The ending. So very different performances. I think we saw. Yeah. Obviously, signs on the softs and had a really good start, and then I don't think we saw much of the softs the rest no. of the race. Uh, hards went on for McLarens, and when they pit, uh, I think it was a, a one-lap difference. Yeah, Norris
1: pit first, and the undercut was massive that he had. He was like yep. three seconds behind Piastri, and then he got past him after Piastri came out of the pits. Yeah, so a little um, bit of drama
0: there. We also saw some, you know, the lack of team orders between Carlos Sainz and Oh, Carlos yeah, he McLaren. should have
1: been—that completely screwed Carlos' whole race. He should have gotten right past. i think he would have—they should have let him by Leclerc. He probably would have gotten past Hamilton, too. And then who knows where he settles in at the end of the race. But it was he just kind of gets stuck in there, and that was, his race was dead then. After six laps, and the pace was gone, then his race was...
0: Yeah, and it was about eight laps after that that they finally came on and said, do you want to switch? And he said, it's too late now. Yeah. He was two and a half seconds behind yeah. Leclerc. So just all around tough from Ferrari. Yeah. And then Leclerc goes into pit and has a 9.4 Not second yet. pit so- <laughs> Unbelievable. It just kept getting worse for them. And then five-second penalty. Five-second penalty. The and then
1: the Mercs get quick at the end, and mm-hmm. Russell catches them both anyway. So,
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. The Mercedes just turning it on with no fuel in the tank.
1: Yes, yeah, they were. It was really interesting. The Mercedes, they had
0: the opposite of McLaren today.
1: Mm-hmm. So McLaren was very quick in that first stint on full fuel. And the medium tires, and then the last two stints, McLaren lost a ton of pace, mm-hmm. and the Mercedes just came alive once the fuel was out of the car.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was really impressive, and I think something that we'll have to keep tabs on. I think it's difficult, you know. We heard even George, who obviously knows how the car's yeah. going to handle, and probably would have expected the same. He was asking to box with four or five laps to go. Yeah, uh, which would have seated track position. He ended up. Turn, to six, turning the yeah. car on and, and going up two more They was quickly i mean so.
1: lewis almost caught Perez at the end
0: mm-hmm. yeah a lot of back and forth yeah. i think we thought norris was going to get overtaken he was able to turn it the on the back mark helped helped big time there too. for he sure he's always keeping a car between them but for sure well let's go ahead and jump into our race predictions race again? predictions yeah um, so
1: i'll go first here so i'm going to read this the entire text out just so there's context here. um So I texted these to Tyler. I want everybody to know. I said, I'm falling on the sword for you and me with these podium predictions, but it's the way it has to be done. Um, I, I was, this is a full reverse jinx play for me. This is not actually what I actually thought was going to happen. This is just to allow us to have some success for our personal fandom. So I said, Max LeClaire Perez kept Norris and Hamilton completely off that list. Obviously it didn't pay off completely. Um, and then I said, Joe stays in points. That was a legitimate prediction. Um, also did not happen tough for us, and then I said mm-hmm. Max wins by fifteen plus seconds in reverse jinx play,
0: but it actually worked that he did win in your reverse like, jinx play, thinking that it wasn't going to happen. I got this might be your best. Correct, prediction I got the first and
1: third here. right, and the like prediction of
0: Max by fifteen seconds. I he doubled up on that. Yeah, he won he by, by over thirty. 30 seconds. Yeah, so
1: that was the play by me was did not. I refused to if. If Lando's not for me personally, if Lando's not in a position to get a podium then I'll just predict it for fun. Mm-hmm. But if he's in the spot that's not, I mean you're asking for a lot of trouble if you're putting him on the podium there. That's fair. Um, that's fair. So I just didn't do it and then for your sake too I was like I can't put Lewis on there either like. Yeah. Um so actually pretty solid predictions for me that. I respect the <laughs> I respect the play <laughs> and it
0: worked out beautifully for you. Uh, I'll go ahead and jump into mine. I went Max Hamilton Piastri. I figured obviously Max is going to get ahead and hold that lead for a while. Hamilton, I thought, could kind of hold it up there. It seemed like the the McLarens ended up just having far superior pace, Yeah. And Perez was able to make his way by. I think Alonzo was, was kind of his toughest pass for a yeah. while there. He ended up being stuck behind for a little bit, but was able to get that move done early enough to where he was able to jump all the way up to the podium, so took away that spot. I also, also thought Piastri might be able to sneak by, which he did, and then you know, the, He'll
1: get one one of these days it's for his, sure. His for some
0: reason he just had a
1: lot less pace. I think
0: the tire two. management yeah. was something that he struggled with being so close to Norris. Yeah, because he ended up you know wanting to fight Norris. Obviously yeah. has the experience to to slow it down when needed. Uh, so not too bad there. Obviously Max won, and then I went with Joe points, which I'm really I'm really pulling <laughs> he, for the guy. He
1: had maybe one of the worst starts in F1 history.
0: He (laughs) without a stall, it was a tough start. Yeah, I mean, he just did not get going. Yeah, it was like he wasn't looking at the lights. Like it was a rough, rough start. We'll see what comes of that. I'm sure he'll talk about it a lot. We'll hear a little bit more about what really happened there. Uh, and then we had Daniel Ricardo finishing ahead of Yuki was my other right, which was cash money thirteenth and. I think 18th,
1: 18th was it? 17th? 17th, because Sargent finished
0: 18th. Okay, yeah, yeah 17th. So, um, good I mean, prediction. yeah, I, I,
1: when we talked about it, we hit on it earlier a little bit, but like, I think it's going to be interesting to see because, and I want to talk about this too, I think like the Ricardo, I think he, if he can keep doing better than Yuki, that's all they're going to ask for, and he'll at mm-hmm. least keep that Alpha Tori seat for next year, then it's going to be, okay, like, does he put pressure on Perez next year or is it 2025 when he joins him? Because, sure. again, I will say, I'll give credit for it. he did what he was supposed to do in the race today. But, like, that's the problem is, it's like, and why I keep saying, like, the race version. they like, that's what he's supposed to do. That car is way faster than all the other cars. For sure. He can't be, he should be fighting for the win mm-hmm. and be an easy second. We should not be, like, praising him because he snuck onto the podium. In a college way fast and everything because he qualified ninth or tenth or whatever.
0: I think that's just something that Red Bull wants, though. At the end of the day, they not Oh, no, don't I don't want. think
1: they care. I'm saying as a personal, like, yes. personally watching it. Yes.
0: But I think at the same time, if they.
1: He got to third, yeah, but he's been so inconsistent. Whereas, like, if. I don't know. If, if Danny Rick can prove that, like, okay, he could at least qualify better. Mm-hmm. I know they don't want someone to, like, challenge Max. That's not what they want, but I'm saying, yeah. like. If Danny like Perez isn't even consistently getting podiums, he has there's been eleven races where he has six podiums, and yeah. it's one of the best cars ever. Like he should have eleven podiums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like that's the part that's tough. Is like I don't think it doesn't really matter this year because you're so far ahead. Mm-hmm. But you know, McLaren like like let's say McLaren like, let's say the season started last week, McLaren would be in a second right now, but it'd be really close. Mm-hmm. And if you like, if they have that same car that whole season, what I'm saying is, is like if there is somebody that can get closer to Red Bull mm-hmm. where they're challenging for podiums too
0: consistently, then and it's it two
1: teams, then it matters because if Perez is not on there and two of the drivers on the podiums, you're not getting the constructors potentially.
0: Maybe here's what's going through Red Bull's mind as a marketing ploy. They set up all of these deals. Yeah. they need TV time. That's true. A Max That's Verstappen true. thirty seconds ahead of the field is going to get no TV time. So yes. you're having so your you second driver who's actually providing some entertainment. It's, yeah, and making his way through the field, yeah. he's going to get all of the TV time that you. Well, guys and have you bring
1: money. in, the t- you create a whole story about him. Exactly. It's a smart move. This is if let's dig into this more here for a second. If we think about this from like the line of work that we're in, like a Netflix, are part. they in financial trouble, Red are Bull? Th- and this is to generate money? Is this a last-second play? You know what?
0: Before we, <laughs> before I answer the question, let's just officially go ahead and jump to some off-track rumors, some paddock rumors. Yeah. And my answer to that is going to be to bring up the fact that there has been tremendous rumblings about three teams, three teams breaching teams the, the cost. And pack. one of
1: them's got to be Red Bull. One of them has to be, right? Because the, the, they probably breached it again last year. Because we just felt like this is what I said. Remember I said this last yeah. year. I said they came out last year and then all of a sudden they stopped spending and Mercedes won that race at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing they were over again. What's to stop them from being over again last year?
0: Yeah, what's the need for them? If they just
1: get a fine.
0: I think I think the, the talk is that it's obviously Aston Martin and probably No, but I'm McLaren. saying they could have
1: been over, like Last year, that they would have been over last year like that. Yes. There was a need last year to be over potentially because they were battling Ferrari. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. No, and that's fair. I think the... The rumblings aren't as tremendous about Red Bull, no, because their car has been superior <laughs> for did. the last yeah. two and a half. Years. Oh no, I agree. So I think it'll be. I don't think they overspend. I think they probably learned their lesson, and and even Christian Horner was kind of saying, kind of, you know, yeah. trying to to rally to get it to be a sporting penalty more so after they got their financial yeah. penalty and they were done with that. I think they're moving more towards sporting penalties. It should be sporting, yeah. And I think I think it will be. Yeah. You know, we'll see how long this takes. I think the the red bull It'll Bowl, be
1: next year by the time we find out. It was <laughs> it's
0: a, it was a long wait. That's
1: a problem because like all the court you can just appeal it and mm-hmm. do whatever else and then Yeah. So it'll we'll, probably be next year. I don't know, it'd be interesting. We'll um, see where it goes. I don't know, yeah. McLaren, like McLaren comes to mind as definitely someone who could have breached it this year. Like, like, actually, I don't know about last year, though. I would say this year because they've- Aston
0: Martin, for sure.
1: Last year, Aston Martin, for sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say McLaren last year because they stunk so bad at the beginning of this year. Mm-hmm. Now, next year, they breached it this year. One but, thing,
0: I guess while we're on the topic, one thing I have read a little bit about Red Bull is the fact that they're developing all these different cars. I think it's the AMR 23 that they were developing with- Yeah. Adrian Newey's design and and working on that. And there's a very strict regulation about like communication of knowledge and how it has to be going from Formula One team into the AMR team. It can't like anything that AMR is testing and like that project is learning cannot be communicated to the Formula One team. I think there's going to be a lot more scrutiny about that going forward because it's it's similar to. Like Aston Martin's working on these cars, Red Bulls like they're working on it together yeah. in some sense. But at the same time, every one of these big manufacturers are big manufacturers are doing other side projects. Yeah, that there's obviously things to learn everywhere that can be. Applied oh, there's to all kind of. On. I'm
1: sure there's all kind of subtle cheating going on with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Way.
0: So I, I think it's something that will probably need to be more defined, but will yeah. just kind of casually happen because there's bigger issues at the end of the day and. I think with the sport it's just kind of hard to navigate hard to hard to like police those kinds of things, yeah but we'll see we'll see what happens going forward as far as cost crap breach as far as you know those those rumors going around. I'm sure some of them will just slide under the rug, but oh yeah, any other off track rumors? I know we have obviously the Daniel Ricardo discussion that we've yeah kind of had and and Continues to be had. I think yeah, that's just something to monitor. Yeah, yeah, just something to monitor. I don't
1: think there's really been too much outside of that the past. Yeah, I think we'll get a lot. We have one more race till the summer break. I think we'll get a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, we can we can touch on some some funny happenings of Nico Rosberg just trying to the ultimate jinx.
1: jinx. Yeah, so Nico Rosberg has he's always been known to post pictures in people's garages and then like that to jinx them. That race mm-hmm. took it in front of Max's garage on qualifying day. Doesn't get pulled. Mm-hmm. Took it in front of Lewis's garage today. Drops to fourth. Drops to fourth. So he know he knows what he's doing. He yeah, knows what he's doing for sure. Um, other than that, um the we just saw it earlier the picture they had the kids cast or whatever for mm-hmm. F one. The one from Sky Sports I had a kid interviewing Yuki, and the kid was significantly taller yep. than Yuki was, yep. and it was a definite like child, like yeah, 10,
0: 11 years old. Yeah. Um, and then we also got to touch on Lando Norris breaking Max's trophy on yes, the podium. Yes, just
1: broke his trophy in the podium. For those of you that didn't see the podium celebration when he was smashing his champagne bottle uh-huh. the trophy oh. fell off and just broke in two
0: i mean let's touch on this really quick podium uh traditions yeah like we have bottas with his heineken yeah. we have daniel ricardo with his shooey we have lando norris with slamming his it to get champagne yeah. spray it is a beautiful a beautiful yeah. sight to see i absolutely love it we saw hamilton i think it was last race we saw hamilton try to Recreated, recreated in some sense yeah. or trying to learn it and yeah not enough force behind no. it lando just fully commits yeah it's, it's always
1: awesome it's always exciting to see it's always fun for like i think for us and for everybody it's getting like it probably happened It happens all the time but, like it got boring of like seeing matches up top like is mm-hmm. it, but it was, like seeing who the other two people are up there and like how they celebrate and like it being a big deal for everybody else yeah like, a good time
0: yeah, and you know, one other thing that we should probably point out, not to end this podcast on a low note, but Red Bull's now breaking the record for how many races they've won straight. Um, yeah. Glad we got that over oh, with. Yeah. So what are we Tyler. looking forward to next race here, Alex?
1: I do think we should say yes, they did. We just <laughs> should make a note of this more than what Tyler said. But yeah, he they broke the record 12 in a row. Max won seven in a row. Yeah. I keep saying it, but I just... Unless he has a DNF, I think they might win every race this season. I think you need to stop saying that <laughs> <laughs> makes Tower very upset. But uh, I mean they just continue to the reliability is what's astonishing to me. Like they made a fast car. Yeah. Which is great, but like how reliable it's been too and how there's been no like and it's kind of luck some too like Max has avoided all drama. He hasn't gotten hit by anybody. Well when you're thirty seconds ahead of the issues. field. Yeah. I mean even at the start though, like nothing's happened where he's gotten mm-hmm. any instance. They've had perfect pit stops all the time. Yeah, it's really a testament to the team, but it's yeah, it's tough for some people. <laughs> Me in particular. <laughs> um, I guess real quick before we get to next week, what what do you think? What do you, who's your driver of the weekend?
0: Drive? oh yeah, that's a good point actually. You know, after qualifying, I was I was real excited for Joe. Yeah. Uh, after the race, he almost falls to the massive yeah, performer was, of the week. Yeah, I think we it, need to
1: hit that too as well,
0: but. I think Alpine obviously wraps up the massive. Yeah, performer I think massive
1: performer of the week for team is Alpine. Uh, for me, driver is I think it's got to be Joe. The
0: start. Yeah, it's guess, just tough because he had such a good qualifying. Yeah.
1: I don't know who else you give it to though. Yeah, I don't no know. one else was bad. There was no other mistakes. I mean, Sergeant, Sergeant spun. I guess, but yeah. Joe had the biggest. Like, what are you doing?
0: Like, Sergeant's you know, qualifying lap was. One of the most disgusting. Yeah, it was
1: really bad. Where he went over corners. the curb. Yeah.
0: When he went over every, every curb in <laughs> you know, like a five-turn span. So it, was,
1: we're, we're, it, it could be both, I guess. It could be both. Yeah. The show start was really bad. Though. Yeah. The start was really bad.
0: As far as driver of the weekend, I, you know, to me, it's only one one person deserves this. Lando did great. Piastri, yeah. did great. Did great yeah. For a rookie, Piastri is is going to be a ton of fun to watch. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Hamilton stealing pole and then, you know, turning it on at the end of the race, yeah. almost getting back onto the yeah. podium. Uh, I think he definitely has to be up there. Yeah. Perez had a clean race. Yeah. Um, could have done better in qualifying. Yeah. I mean, it just. I think it could, I think I guess it could a couple people. To
1: me, is Russell in yeah. the race, and we're just talking race in the race. That's for hard. the full weekend, and if we're doing the full weekend for complete performance, I'd give it to Lando. Mm-hmm. Because he was P three in qualifying, For sure. less than a tenth off a pole, yeah. and then kept the P two in the race. Um, but if we're doing just the race, Russell going eighteenth to sixth. It was nice.
0: Was very impressive. He,
1: I, they, I don't know. He made it work. He looked very quick.
0: Interesting strategy. Yeah, he had, and he had to obviously had come to do through the field weird, like that. Yeah,
1: um, you know, very poor qualifying from him. But I think some of that was just they put him out at the wrong time. He and got like, held up in some he traffic. Got held up in traffic, and it was really. It just kind of got Mickey Mouse there at the end with yeah. everybody trying to get a lap in, um, but he was great in the race. Um, it provided entertainment for us because there was a lot of passes we got to see for sure. Um, but yeah, I think uh, overall I'd give it, I'd give the weekend. I guess I never give a score um, qualifying was definitely like yeah I could like, a, like a, in the nines mm-hmm. and the race is probably in like the threes right? yeah. and that's coming from I'm a Lando fan like he got second but like it still felt yeah. like last like quiet... week was an exciting second yeah. Because it was new yeah. and like mm-hmm. there was a lot of action, he had to hold Lewis off. This is like uh, he just got in a second after mm-hmm. that first pit stop, and just because it was a lonely race then. Yeah. Um. So for the race though, I'd get yeah, three. So I'd probably give the weekend like a five nine something like that. Fair enough. Um. Perfectly average height for a guy as well. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out, Bitner. Um. <laughs> I just made me think of it because I said five nine. There you go. Um. Looking forward to next week, We got Spa, great track. Yeah. Um. I very high speed track I'm very afraid of Max winning by a minute this I mean, time we all know I'm afraid how it could last be a minute year. I'm afraid yeah. it could be a minute yeah last year he had the rocket he had the, didn't he have a bad no he had a penalty and mm-hmm. he started 15th and mm-hmm. then um that'll be interesting too we are getting close to penalty times like, we, are, we haven't really seen any yet. We had some at the
0: very beginning. Beginning, but
1: we haven't seen any of the big dogs yeah. pay a penalty yet. And they're going to have to soon. Well, they added them. allocations a couple of I guess of they did add allocations. So maybe so. they want to take it. I, that's not we'll fun. See. That's no fun, though. Like, yeah.
0: That needs to be part of the... I think for every dollar you spend, you have to take another penalty. And then at the end of the day, <laughs> we just have Red Bull V <laughs> yeah. starting 20 every, and then we get grid, to watch every it. Every grid is just a reverse grid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, I think it'll be... a a good race for the rest of the positions, though. Mm-hmm. Um, based on the fact that McLaren did very well at this track, too, mm-hmm. I think puts him yeah. firmly in second. And if you're at a high-speed track, which is more like what Silverstone was, I think they'll be even better.
0: I mean, are we looking at a slippery Williams podium A slippery
1: right? Williams podium, too. Um, yeah, if I had to do a couple of high level predictions, I I think max to win by a minute is a good, a good bet. <laughs> I think a potential... I think that track would be fast enough, too, where unless Perez qualifies like 20th, yeah. If he's anywhere in the top 10, he should be second. I think a McLaren sneaking on the podium in third yeah. would be a good bet. Um, and then I think so. I think we're going to get some good drama at this one. I feel like there's always drama at Spa. Okay. Um, you had the stuff with Alonzo, and remember where he gave him the finger to Lewis when he was yeah. walking back last year? Um, I think there's going to be some good drama here. Um, for some reason, Spa gives me a really trolly Alonzo vibe. Like, he's going to do That's something fair. really trolly this week. Yeah. Um, Williams, I think will be good. I think Albon will be. I think a point finisher, Albon Will Q3. be a, a good prediction. Yeah. Um, outside of that, though, yeah, I, I I just think it's going to be a good weekend. Spa is always a good race. It's a fun track. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a very different track compared to everywhere else. It's very, mm-hmm. it's obviously the biggest one, and then like you have the big uphill and the long
0: straights and like a rouge, radion, well we're looking forward to it and we'll uh bring you an update after the race enjoy the race and we'll see you then yeah we'll see you in belgium goodbye